Stress, anxiety, and depression are skyrocketing among children and teens. And Cook Children's Healthcare System is on a mission to bring these topics into the light. I'm Winnie King. And I'm Dr. Kristen Perch. If you have kiddos in the room, now is the time to put on those headphones. Some of the topics we'll be discussing will not be suited for young ears. This is Raising Joy. Hi, and welcome back to Raising Joy. I'm Kristen Perch, child psychiatrist at Cook Children's. I'm Winnie King. How y'all doing? It's another episode. That's right. We made <laughs> yeah. it. They're, they're still they're still listening to us, yeah. Winnie. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. People come up to me all the time, too. It's like, oh, geez. <laughs> I know. People actually listen. I know. People are like, do you feel self-conscious about what happens? I was like, oh, I just pretend like no one listens to this and <laughs> yeah. I don't think about it. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of sometimes my hope, boy. We're coming up on Thanksgiving. We are. You know something? I'm mad at my neighbors, though. I'm going to say this real, okay, real quick. Okay, let's hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm really mad at my neighbors. <laughs> we'll find out if they listen. I'm, I, I'm telling you, it wasn't even November, and they have their Christmas lights yes! up. Yes! I passed three neighborhoods and, like, a big house on Tuesday. Uh-huh. We, we hadn't even... we. Yes. I, I mean, you know, and, and quite frankly, there was still a pumpkin in front of the house. <laughs> <laughs> so they had pumpkins and ghosts and Christmas lights. They just there's something not right about that. I agree. I, I feel like it's disrespectful. It is because I wanted to be the first. one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, God, well, also, we had such a long summer. Yeah. Like, let fall be fall. Yeah. Like, let's fully celebrate exactly. fall. Yes. And, Why and are then, we rushing? And then and then we can celebrate Christmas, like, to a 10. Yes. Like, 11, yes. 12. What, yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. But my goodness, yeah. you have a combination of decoration. <laughs> <laughs> that should be in the HOA. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> a combination of decorations. I, I th- That's not good. I don't, I don't like that, but... I, I I'm saw it yesterday and I was like, well, I'll be doggone. I know. Like, just early, earlier and earlier every year. Every year. I, I think Hobby Lobby puts out their Christmas stuff in July. Oh, my gosh. And there are lots of signs around in my my neighborhood, you know, light installers. Oh, you know, yes. They, they, every corner. I'm like, oh, my goodness. But I'm like, you yeah, let's kind of let's get this. Let's fully celebrate what we're doing right now. Yes. Before we jump into something else, even though. Yes. I love Christmas. I, I do too, but and I want it to last, but I kind of want to get to one thing and then another. I don't yeah. like this I'm when we're you. when we're jamming it all in. But anyway, that's just my. I'm with you. Okay, one hundred percent. Do you have plans? I'm working. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, mental health. I know. Well, but okay, I took off the three days before, mm-hmm. so the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so that I can hang out with my kiddos. Okay. while they're home uh-huh. on Thanksgiving break, so okay. we'll hang out. We'll probably do like our actual Thanksgiving on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know, maybe Thursday. Mm-hmm. Depending on how you feel. Yeah, exactly. It okay. just may, we'll probably do it Wednesday because yeah. I will have no energy. On yeah, Thursday. I know. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm going to Oklahoma, and I'm going to be with my entire family. So I'm going to need the three days after. <laughs> <laughs> she took the Monday off after. She's like, I can't. I'm going to need the three days after. I really okay. will because I love my family. I I love my family, but my goodness, that's a lot of quality time. That is a lot. In space. That's right. space, you know. That's right. Are you going to head up the liquor store on the way? 
before <laughs> and after, during probably. Let's see what we can do. Golly. It just makes everything better. It does. It just moves it all out. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, yep. I digress. Yes. We, we're really excited today, though. This is a good day. Today is a good day. We're excited to be joined today by Paige Charbonnet. I said it. Chabonet. <laughs> the executive director of LVT Rise, which is a nonprofit organization dedicated to improving the lives of residents in the Las Vegas Trail neighborhood of Fort Worth, Texas. LVT Rise and Cook Children's are partnering in a very exciting project mm-hmm. alongside the city of Fort Worth uh, Councilman uh, Michael Crane. Uh, the JPS Health Network, and many others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a really cool project. Yes, yeah, it is. Welcome. Yeah. I'm yeah. so excited to be here. Thank Yay. you for having me. Yay. Welcome, welcome. So tell us a little bit about your background and how did you become so invested in the um, Las Vegas Trail neighborhood? So there was an article in the Fort Worth Star-Telegram a couple of years back, about 2017, I believe, and it basically just highlighted the deficiencies in the neighborhood. Hmm. Um, and I read it, and I live about 10 minutes away. And I thought, you know, I can, I can basically, I could read it and move on with my day or I can roll up my sleeves and get involved. And like I said, we're, we're close. We're about 10 minutes away, but in a lot of ways, it's a totally different world. Mm. Um, and so I started volunteering at the primary school. Um, and that kind of happened in tandem with then councilman, um, Brian Bird and then mayor price, um, were conducting listening sessions and town hall meetings and Mm -hmm. just interacting with the community to find out what they were really wanting and what they were really needing. Um, And so it was kind of a perfect storm. I I started being involved on the committees that rolled into the board whenever LVT Rise became a 501c3. Um, And then I served on the executive committee at the board level. And and now I'm on on this side as the executive director. So it's been very rewarding um, and exciting to kind of see everything progress since I've been around since its inception. Wow. Wow. So why are so many people interested in this in this area? So I think there's a lot of interest around. So it, it's a very unique um, kind of neighborhood. We're in the west side of Fort Worth. It's mm-hmm. about a 1.7 square mile area. Mm-hmm. Um, it has hard geographical boundaries. So it's, you know, 30 to Cantbury West to 820 to Cherry Lane and kind of the guts of that is mm-hmm. what we call the Las Vegas Trail neighborhood. Um, and it's a high density uh, neighborhood. Mm. There's about 35 apartment complexes. Wow. Get this. Th- there's 35 apartment complexes, but there's about 20,000 kids, zero to 14, y'all. That's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids um, and not a lot of resources. Mm. Um, and so, you know, it, it's a very high density um, neighborhood um, and it doesn't have the typical neighborhood infrastructure. So back in Las Vegas Trail's heyday, mm-hmm. um, the Air Force Base was right there. Mm. So we basically were developed around the Air Force Base. So it was housing. And then if anybody had any services that they needed, you know, food, doctor, whatever, they mm-hmm. went to the base. So, oh. yeah. So, you know, this story then. <laughs> so <laughs> the base was slated to close. Mm-hmm. Families left. The neighborhood changed, but there was not the typical infrastructure, infrastructure. so yeah. the community couldn't flourish, oh. um, and so it was neglected. Mm. And um, we're a healthcare desert. We are a food desert in many aspects. Mm. Um, and so whenever we came in and we started listening, um, we realized really quickly that it wasn't about you know fixing potholes and getting out of town. Right. right. It was about listening, mm-hmm. um, and it was about you know. Building relationships and mending relationships with the community um, to really be an 
advocate and a champion in their corner. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you asked about interest. I think people, I'd like to think that people um, are having a kind of a perception change um, as far as the Las Vegas Trail community and mm-hmm. just overall. Mm-hmm. Zip code shouldn't matter. Mm. <laughs> We're dealing with kids. Mm-hmm. And this is everybody's future. It yeah. doesn't, I mean, so yes. I would like to believe that one of the reasons why there's such interest in the neighborhood is because people are starting to realize that all youth. Mm-hmm. are, you know, mm-hmm. tomorrow's future. Mm-hmm. And we need to do and give um, the best that we can for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that they have the best opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. We always kind of say, together we rise. Yes. Um, and I really believe that. I agree. Mm-hmm. What are the bi- What are the biggest health concerns that you guys see um, in the community? I'd say access, honestly. Yeah. Access to health care. So about um, 25% of our neighborhood doesn't have reliable transportation. Okay. Um, and if you feel crummy and you're and, and Las Vegas Trail is not far. Like I said, we're on the west side of town, but it's an hour and a half bus ride to JPS. Oh my. So think about that if you don't feel well. Oh or my. if you've got a kiddo with that you. Feel good. Yes. Oh. And you and so I think a lot of times um, we take for granted our primary care physicians mm-hmm. uh, and preventative care. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, with the lack of accessibility, um, I think that just it kind of makes it makes it harder for the community. Right. Um, so with access, we could hopefully avoid, you know, larger health care issues within yes. the neighborhood and with individuals if there was access to preventative care and a primary care physician. Because um, a lot of times if you don't know where to go, you'll end up in an emergency room. That's right. And, and so, that becomes your primary care. And that becomes your primary care. And so I feel like access mm-hmm. will not only allow the community to be healthier, but will relieve some stress in the emergency rooms as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. We're proud to be a part of this. This is this is going to be good. It's huge. It's transformative. It really is. And I really think this is one of the biggest wins we've had um, in the community today. Mm-hmm. This is really good. So how does, how has El... VT Rise been working to address the concerns. Um, you know, healthcare, of course, we're we're going to be working on that, but there are other concerns too. Right, and um, as you mentioned, we're definitely not a healthcare c- clinic. We're a community center, mm-hmm. so we offer everything from a food pantry to one-on-one coaching. We host special events and mm-hmm. parenting classes, um, kind of a little bit of everything. Um, and really, what we're able to do, like I said, is listen. So when the community comes to us um, and says, "Hey," We need X, Y, and Z. Our goal is to fill the gap. So in the healthcare space, what we've been able to do is provide mobile units. Mm. Um, so we've done, you know, cancer screenings and mm-hmm. COVID immunizations and just regular school vaccines mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and different kind of um, screening mobile units to fill the gap to provide temporary right. service. Right. Um, and so something that is a comprehensive, high-quality uh, healthcare will be transformative. Mm-hmm. Well, we were talking earlier, you were talking about how you have to have that out of the box thinking when you're dealing in this neighborhood. And I thought that was so informative that you you can't keep doing the same stuff over and over again, thinking you're going to get a different result. Absolutely. So you kind of have to think out of the box. Absolutely. And I think you have to listen. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the easiest way to discourage people and to lose trust and buy-in is to say, this is what you want. Mm-hmm. This is how yeah. you're going to yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're yeah. not me, right? Yeah, exactly. You know? And so if you ask questions and you listen, the community wants to be heard. Yeah. We are yes. there to yeah. amplify the voice of yeah. the community, not come in and 
And I've seen so many times where people want to help and they want to give you a coat, but I don't need a coat. I need, I need access to health care. Absolutely. I need need socks. Yeah, I don't need what you're giving me, but you're feeling good because that's what I'm I'm helping. Because you checked off a box and you moved on with your day, but you have to peel back that onion and get to the root cause of a lot. Um, So no, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. What are um, some successes that you guys have had? Okay, I feel like this is a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Because we have success on a daily basis. I mean, we really do have positive interactions that we facilitate with the community, you know, constantly. Now... To answer your question, I would say um, we were able to bring in the Boys and Girls Club to the community. That's cool. Um, So they're in the back of our building. Um, We were able to bring in the building. So LVT Rise is the nonprofit, but we operate out of the Rise Community Center, which is the first community center in the neighborhood. Um, And out of the the community center, there's also the first library branch Mm. um, in the um, neighborhood as well. So we've been able to to work together to provide kind of wraparound services at the center. Um, And another thing that I'm really proud of is um, the city of Fort Worth. They helped bring in a third-party urban design group, essentially, that came in and has put together um, what we're calling a transformation plan or what's been called Mm. a transfer plan. Yeah transformation plan for the community. And basically it's a a roadmap for sustained change Mm -hmm. through the voice of the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So they did the same thing. They came in and listened and we talked about, you know, increasing green space and what are your needs and what are your wants? Healthcare, healthcare. You know, I mean, we heard, uh, you know, several common themes, um, but I'm, I'm excited to help kind of quarterback um, the plan and make sure that it doesn't get shelved somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. you know, bring in community stakeholders and, and really help revitalize the neighborhood. That's, that's awesome. Really good. That's really good. Let's talk a little bit about the new community health center that's in the works. Um, can you tell us what it is and who, who it's going to serve? Oh, y'all, I'm so excited about it. <laughs> no. I'm so no. excited. <laughs> um, okay, so, yes, it is going to be kind of a, we were talking about out of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of a first-of-its-kind approach. It's a partnership with public and, and private. Um, it's a joint venture with JPS and Cook Children's. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, not only there, is there going to be um, primary care and, and health care, mental health services at the facility. Um, but there's also going to be workforce training, which I think is awesome. Mm. Um, so the the community can go to the center um, and receive workforce training in the neighborhood. Because okay. like I said, transportation is a huge barrier. So right. something here is huge. Um, and then there'll also be a food pantry on site as well mm-hmm. um, to help with food insecurity and to, to give some healthy options um, for food. So it's a kind of a wellness approach, um, mm-hmm. more so than, um, just a, just a healthcare clinic. So right. Right. I, I really like that. Cause you know, when we think of cook children's, we always think of sick kids and kids who need, you know, this, that, and a third, mm-hmm. but we never think about the, well, I don't always think about the wellness and that is the whole of it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole of the child, not just the broken bone or the appendix that needs to come out, but it is the totality of the child that that we're we're ho- hoping to help. And I also think too that it's really awesome that it's not only the kids that can be served there you too, go. you know, there you because go. a healthy yeah. mother and a yeah. healthy father there or a go. grandparent or whoever, yeah. Yeah. if, if yeah. that individual is healthy, the whole yes. family unit yes. is healthy. Yeah, that's so exactly it, right. So it's primary care for, because um, I've heard a little bit more about the cook side 
Um, but so it is primary care for the adults and for yes, the kiddos so, as well. Yeah, so it's really cool. What we're talking about is, um, so, you know, age out at, what, 18 at Cook mm-hmm. Children's. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a warm handoff right over to the JPS side. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it's more of a comprehensive um, approach. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Wow. Who thought of that? <laughs> Sorry, way smarter than me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll take it. Marcus. I'll take it. That's really good. That's really good. Um, you know, um, you were talking about uh, a, 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 um, an approach that you guys had with with uh, police officers. Tell me. I know that that has nothing to do with this, but just out of the box thinking. OK, so I think it's probably one of our most unique programs. Um, it's basically we call it the police voucher program. But essentially what it is, is um, if a, an officer in our neighborhood pulls over an individual for some type of vehicular infraction of some sort. So, you know, a broken tail light or an expired registration or a car seat that's wrong, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, mm-hmm. instead of issuing a ticket, they can issue a voucher to the community member and the community member can come to us, can come to LVT Rise and we will remain the issue. So we will cover the cost of the registration or insurance. I've done a lot of car seats, mm. um, tires, and whatever mm. the, the, the you know case may be to help um, eliminate that barrier and to help. And it really changes the interaction with the community and law enforcement. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer a, a punitive mm-hmm. um, interaction. It's a, here, let's, this is how we can help. Um, and and so it actually think, fixes the issue. Exactly. Like how, exactly. how does a ticket... It doesn't. Do anything. Because no, now they have to pay the money. Yeah. You, yes. And then exactly. they have to pay for the registration or they have to go fix the car. You know what I mean? Like yes. how a hundred percent. So then you have a snowball. So we eliminate that. Mm. We take care of that. It changes the perception that the community member and the interaction with the community member and law enforcement. And to me, just that perception change in itself is something that's yes. way more important than, you know, the car will ever be. You know, right, <laughs> that'll right, last a lot longer right, than that car will. Right, right. Yeah. You know, I think that speaks to, you know, the totality of what you do. I mean, the whole interaction of thinking of how can we really help this neighborhood? How can yes. we help these residents here? How can we help them and not hinder them? Absolutely. Um, and then to have the city come in and help with that, you know, that law enforcement change of perspective. I'm kind of wishing they would do that kind of everywhere. But. Me too. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this is a great program. It's awesome. Um, yes, it, it was. Like I said, I think it's our most unique program that we offer. Yeah, somebody ought to take notes on this one. Maybe we are really smart. You're smarter than you give yourself credit for. Somebody ought to be taking notes on this and trying to replicate. Yeah. You know. Are you guys offering any sort of like mental health services um, at the community center? What we we kind of fill the gap where we can there yeah. um, as well. So we've got art therapy on Fridays. Um, we work with the art station. Um, but I'm really excited about the healthcare um, services being offered at the clinic. Um, awesome. Because yeah. I really feel like, you know, mental health care kind of affects every aspect of mm. life. Mm. So if we've got, um, you know, a community member that is struggling and we can help um, with the impacts of mental health, so, you know, substance abuse or mm-hmm. domestic violence mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. homelessness or, you know, whatever the issue may be, if we can provide resources to the individual in the community, I think everybody will be better off. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean. You know, and we always talk about mental health, about children and their mental health. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't think too much about a kid who's in a, a family where the parent mm-hmm. may be struggling mentally. And now they have the ability to. Um, you know, address that issue. And then the child doesn't have to try to struggle through it. Absolutely. You know, because I can't, it's hard for me to imagine if you're 
a child with a parent who is struggling with mental illness and how that might how that might really be. Absolutely. And I think that just with the access again to resources, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that Incidents in the neighborhood will decrease, um, I think will help, you know, lessen the burden on law enforcement mm-hmm. um, and just overall increase, you know, the safety in the community. Because mm-hmm. you're addressing actual problems. Absolutely. As opposed to like waiting until there's a crisis, yeah. like a mental health crisis and the police right. have to be called. Right, and then, right, And right. that da- can be really dangerous for everyone. Absolutely. So. And we've, we've seen where it has been dangerous. Right. For a lot of people. So one more question. I'm hoping that by talking about this, there are people out there who are like, sign me up. (laughs) I want to help. I I was like her. I I heard about it. She read an article. I heard a podcast. Exactly. So maybe somebody out there wants to do it. How do they get in touch with you so that they can learn more or actually roll up their sleeves and get involved? Yes, I would love to have help. (laughs) So come on, folks. Um, LVTRise.org is our website. Um, You can reach out through that or we are on social media as well at Instagram um, and Facebook just LVT Rise. Mm -hmm. Are there any like particular volunteer needs you guys have? We do, and they're posted. Um, but our biggest, probably our biggest volunteer need on a, a regular basis is our food pantry. Mm. We serve, um, well, last week we served 191 families. Mm. Um, we've seen a massive uptick rec- recently um, in food insecurity. Um, but we distribute between 10 and I say when food r- runs out on Tuesdays, um, and then from about 8.30 to 10 when we start distrib- uh, distributions, we pack the food boxes. Okay. So we would love the assistance. Mm. Okay, very cool. Mm. Very good. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been so fun. I love your enthusiasm. Thank you. I know. It's infectious. It's infectious, well, right? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So we have one more question because we always ask, um, what are you grateful for? Oh, gosh. I'm grateful for my family. Um, but I'm also really grateful for this opportunity today. LVT, I think if you've talked to me for more than five seconds, you know, about my <laughs> kids and, my, you know, my, my animals and, and Las Vegas Trail. It's mm-hmm. close close to my heart, mm-hmm. and I'm really grateful for the opportunity to kind of gush about it. So okay. thank you. <laughs> we just let you gush. I love it. I love it. What are you grateful for, Kristen? Um, I am grateful for... Um, my um, oldest, Aww. her birthday is in a week. Aww. I know she's gonna be nine. Oh and my so, gosh, they're growing. I know. so fast. I know she made me a mom. She's my girl. I love her. <laughs> yeah, so I'm grateful for her. She inspires me to be a better person. Gosh, jeez. Well, you know, I'm grateful for partnerships and things that people do together to help. Yes. I mean, um, because it really says that we can't do this by ourselves. And the the better that we get together, the the stronger we become, and mm-hmm. the better we can serve. So I'm grateful for partnerships. Thank yep. you, JPS. Oh, yeah. yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh my gosh! Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Raising Joy. Until next time, you know what to do. Just, Just breathe. Mm-hmm. Open up. You, you matter. matter.